chapter 7, verse 1. Luke chapter 7, verse 1. Man, I tell you, I love the presence of God. Mm -hmm. Did you know, Brother Lauren, there are things that will happen in church that will never happen in your prayer time? There are things in the corporate worship setting, Jenny, that will never happen with you and God alone. Did you know God will tell you a, a bunch of stuff, but he'll miss some pieces and he'll leave out because he's waiting for your mentor to share it with you. Amen. There's been things I prayed about for six months I didn't get the answer. And I heard my mentor speak and all of a sudden the missing piece was right there. Because 80% of what God tells you, he tells you through another person. Yeah. My God. 80% of what God, uh, somebody told me the other day, I'm just studying to hear the voice of God. I said, how's your study going? <laughs> you can't study to hear the voice of God. Right. You right. learn to hear the voice of God. Yes. Right. There you go. Eli said to Samuel, go back and lay down and the Lord will speak to you. And the Lord said, Samuel, Eli said, wait a minute, that's the voice of my mentor. And he went back and woke Eli up and said, did you call me, master? Eli said, I didn't call you, go back and sleep. Two more times, Samuel, he went back to his mentor and I said, I am not calling you. Why? Because the voice of God often sounds like the voice of your mentor. Right. Wow. Amen, yeah. sir. That's right. Yeah. On the third time, God said, Samuel, Samuel said, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. That's right. God only talks to servants and God only talks to listeners. If you're not a servant and you're not a listener, God ain't talking to you. That's right. And if God ain't talking to you, it's probably because you stopped serving and you stopped listening. I'm just, I'm trying to preach y'all. You are. A parasite is one. Did you know what a parasite is? God been talking to me about partners, protégés, parasites. Right. I've got a database of all the par uh, partners in our ministry. We've got about four or five hundred. And uh, I'm going to start sending out things and engaging with them more because they can't come here. Right. You guys get me all the time. Yes, we do. Amen. You guys get me all the time. They don't ever get me. They get to watch me on video. But they are locked in. They're in covenant. They're partners. Many of them sow all over the country, all over the world, other countries. This is the year you need to stop connecting with people you're not in covenant with. If it's not a kingdom connection, why are you, why are you there? You're wasting your time. Right. Amen. That's good. You're wasting your time. Amen. Think God will show you. I'm talking to someone right now. Who in your heart you're connected to. They're the ones you should start a conversation with. Amen. Say, hey, praying for you. Right. How's things going? Because right. you're trying to connect with all these people that you want attention from. Mm -mm. That's, That's good. good. That's good word. The people that want attention will keep you from the people you're supposed to be in covenant with. And 2019 is a year to reach out. Somebody say reach out. Reach out. No more isolation. No more hiding in the closet. No more hanging with Pookie and Ray Ray. <laughs> now you got to get with your man of God. You got to get with your brothers and sisters. You got to get with your with with sons and daughters in the ministry, partners, proteges of this ministry, and you got to leave the parasites. Yeah. Somebody say, leave the parasite. Leave the parasite. What's a parasite? It's an organism that latches onto a host and only feeds off the host but puts nothing in. Mm. Wow, that's a good. parasite is somebody who latches onto your favor but never puts nothing back. Right. Amen. Givers don't stay in this church. If people don't pour back into this house, they don't stay. Right. Amen. They talk all the spiritual smack they want. They prophesy all they want. They speak in tongues till the cows come home. Right, yeah. But if they don't sow financially and connect in covenant, right. they won't stay. Right. 
and then they wonder why they've wandered in the wilderness for 40 years and your ministry ain't birthed yet and your ministry ain't come forth yet and you ain't heard God in six months why because you've detached Satan don't have to kill you Jamie oh I don't have to I don't have to spray poison on a plant to kill it just pull it out of the dirt if I pull it out of the dirt it'll wither on its own Satan don't have to kill you all he's got to do is move you if it moves you you'll dry up all by yourself come up in church all crackly all them crackly dried up saints cause devil done pulled you out the dirt he done popped you out the soil that God planted you in God planted you in that soil and you can just without blinking say nah can you believe that and then you wonder why it dries up cause God says you didn't commit. You're feeling oriented. You're not covenant oriented. Right. I can't talk to you. My Go God. turn on the TV preacher. So good. Go read a book because yeah. I won't talk to you. So Truth good. So good. Sir. So good. Sir. Is this all right? Yes. Let me read my scripture. I'm, I'm kind of moving away from. God said the theme for 2019 is, of course, healing, but it's moving from performance to partnership. That is powerful. We're not performing right. anymore. When I get in the anointing and lay hands on people, I ain't putting on a show for nobody. Right. I'm not performing. I just, if I don't lay hands on you, I'm going to blow up. Yeah. God's so strong in my spirit. If I don't get it out of me into yeah. you, mm -hmm. I'm going to explode. Mm -hmm. right. It's not performance. I see these people, these churches jumping up and down and and then all shaking what their mama gave them and all this stuff working so hard not God that's right people are sitting here like this why because I can take that woman who's got oil on her life yep. put her in a microphone standing still not even doing nothing and she can sing the same song with the same rhythm and people will weep and break that's right. true yes, yes. That's and right. we're performing with God, for God instead of partnering for right. religion is performance Kingdom is partnership. That's right. Amen. Preach. Yeah. Religion is God I'll perform for you. How good can I be to get to heaven? Where kingdom is partnership. God, you performed for me on the cross. All I got to do is be a partner with you and I'll get there. My God. And I won't just get there. You'll get here. Yeah. Yes. I won't just get to heaven. Heaven will live in me. Heaven will get to me. Why? I'm in partnership. Somebody say I'm in partnership. Success is determined not by performance, but by partnership. Mm -hmm. Partnership will take you farther than performance. And I believe God has moved so far past performance that the church is left in a season where his oil ain't no longer in it. Right. right. And here comes these people just want to pour out their heart to God, love each other, connect with God, connect in the anointing and the favor of God. And he's moving in them. But all these entertainment shows, people leave in justice sensual. All we're doing is touching the five senses. We're not touching the spirit. For the Lord, am I on this? Am I on this? We're, we're only, we're not touching deep calls unto deep. And your waterfalls. Your waves and your billows crash over me. God, I feel the anointing. Amen. Deep calleth unto deep. And your waterfalls, your waves, and your billows are crashing on me. God's a deep God. And I was—I heard this thing. It was phenomenal. Loneliness is not not having somebody to talk to. 
No, no, loneliness is not having somebody to talk to. Aloneness is not having someone who can communicate on your level of awareness. Mm. Mm. Wow. People are lonely. They're alone. Because mm. we got people to talk to. Facebook Live. Just Facebook. You talk to somebody. Hey, what you doing? What you doing? Emoji, emoji. Not much. Emoji, emoji. What you doing? Sparkle. Crown. Oh, what you doing? <laughs> That'll take care of your loneliness. Yeah. Right. But your aloneness yeah. needs conversation mm -hmm. on your level. Right. Preachers don't kill themselves and quit the ministry because they're lonely, but alone. Nobody can communicate on their level of awareness of God. So God said, Adam, it's not good for you to be not lonely, alone. It's not good for you to be alone. I got to give you somebody to talk to you on your level because I'm God and you can't always be up here. So God gives them this beautiful woman named Eve and she's so dumb she talks to us so her husband's still alone. Yes, so he says, I'll make children, maybe they'll talk to me. They're talking to you, man. God, that's in you right there. So we have such great mentorship sessions every Friday because he talks on my level of awareness. I can talk to him. Some of you that I talk to, you're dying, you're another. I I don't like talking to people when I mention a God thing and they go, huh? <laughs> Can you repeat that again five times? I didn't, what do you mean by that? And that I don't get it. I'm not sure. Sometimes you'll have to say a lot to communicate. You just know what's being said. When you're in love, you ain't gotta say a whole lot. You just know. She just know. I knew my wife wanted an Apple Watch. Apple Watch. I knew it a couple weeks ago. I just knew it because the way she looked at him at the store. And when she wants something, she's like, I'm not buying that. That's her key word. Everybody has a key word. Everybody has a key word, right, Jamie? Women will never. See, if a woman likes you, she won't stare at you. She'll stare at you when you ain't looking. I'm teaching something about women. Women don't. They're subtle. They won't ever give you right there everything. You'll never know. I don't know if she likes it. Of course you don't because she's looking at you when you turn away. Guys are just stupid. We're just like. We're just blood. I, I was walking one time and this guy was looking at this girl and she was walking down the road and all he did was this. I patted on the shoulder. I said, are you all right, buddy? You ain't heard her talk yet. Don't get too excited. <laughs> she don't know her ABCs and you don't know it. But you're just looking at Badonka Donk flying down the road. And he's like, I had to snap him out of it. Wow. I don't know why I went there. I totally lost my path. But I'm just saying. But women, I'm talking about the Apple Watch. But women, they don't give you all that. They don't. They'll never sit there. Man of God, you're delicious. <laughs> They're just not gonna do it. You watch too many cartoons. You watch too many movies. Women don't do that. They'll do this. You're eating over there, and it's like through another person's armpit. <laughs> She's going to watch. And then when you turn up, it's like, you know, gone. Uh -huh. So I, I knew, I watched her mannerisms, and I knew she likes that big Apple Watch, that 44, 44 millimeter, four Apple Watch, four. I said, I'm going to buy that thing for her. She ain't going to know it, because she wouldn't buy it herself. So her keyword, she's like, I ain't never buy that. That's too much money. <laughs> so one day, I, holy, I, I was just praying. I'm like, you know what, I'm 
be good to my wife. I'm going to go buy her this Apple Watch. And so I go in the store, and then one left, one left. They're all sold out, pretty popular. One just for me. And I grabbed it. It was coming in a box, like maybe about this high. And I bought it, went home, put it behind my back. Diane was getting her hair done. Get her hair did. And I walked in and I looked at my wife and said, I got you some flowers. I know you like flowers. I got you some flowers. Because she'll figure it out. She would have probably said, what you got? So I had to get, I always have to keep her off her edge. So she can't, because she's very perceptive. And I said, I got you some You did. I said, here. And I was like, I have a watch. She at least should have seen her. See, I could care less about the stupid watch. It's her reaction when I gave it to her. I finally surprised her. Woo! It's hard to do. You did. I mean, girlfriend right here, yeah. I've been in the store and so I want to buy you clothes. And she had probably $500 clothes in her hands. I said, yeah, I don't want none of them. <laughs> Threw them back into the dressing room. We walked out. You know how frustrating that is? Yeah. I'm trying to be good to you. I remember Bishop Griffith told me, because Dr. Murdoch's a giver. He'll bless you. Don't ever go shopping with him. He'll, he'll light you up. He goes to the bookstore, buys $10,000 worth of books. He never. He told me he's never left a bookstore without more buying less than ten thousand of books. This is a waste of his time. Wow. So he was with Bishop Grillo one time at the mall. Bishop Grillo saw this cell phone. It was nice. Doctor Murdoch says, "I'm going to buy you that right now." And Bishop Grillo said, "No, no, no, no. You're not buying that for me. I don't want that. No, you're not buying it." Doctor Murdoch got red in the face, turned around, and walked out. Walked out the store. Bishop Grillo's trying to catch up with him. <laughs> Dr. Murdoch, what's wrong? You don't know how to receive. That's right. Wow. You don't know how to receive. It really made him mad. Mm. But yeah, okay, fine. You can buy it for me. You can buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you know Bishop Grillo, he's just like that. He, he went back and, and he just told me a story about that. So you've got to be able to understand people's reactions. I like to see the reaction. I don't want to rock. See, Dr. Murdoch was mad because... She, Bishop Grillo robbed him of the experience of giving. Right, right. Mm -hmm. you, yeah, don't ever say no when somebody wants to give to you, ever. Right. You're offending them. You're rejecting on, them. Right, right. You're rejecting them. Right. We're reachers. We're not rejectors. Mm. Reaching is the proof of love. Come on, somebody. Amen. So our, our desire is not just for somebody to talk to. It's for meaningful conversation. Right. Yes. This year will be the year. I love, y'all know me. Those of you that are real close, y'all know me. I love to talk about God things. So we'll talk, we'll meet two hours later. You know, we're still talking about the kingdom. Why? Because it, we bounce ideas off each other. We Sometimes I'll be like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I want to hear. Sometimes I'm silly. Sometimes I'm serious. Know the difference. Don't be cutting a joke when I'm talking revelation. You can ask Prophet Brian Davis. We were at Brio's one day. And Prophet Brian Davis, I'm not using my message, I'm everywhere, I'm sorry. <laughs> Prophet Davis was, was across the table from me, and I was telling him this intricate story about going to Pakistan and preaching to thousands of people and all this stuff, and he's into it. And the moronic waiter shoves the dessert tray between our heads. Oh my gosh. Now, if you've ever seen me get mad in public, which ain't much, Diane saw me get mad at that same restaurant. Remember that? When they were only serving half their menu, I said, well, are you getting paid half your salary and there's the service half price? Right, right. I said, I will never come back to this restaurant again. Anyway, he shoved the dessert tray between us. I said, what are you doing? Get out of here. 
He went in so fast back to the kitchen. I said, how do you work here? I don't get it. And Prophet Davis was, Davis was like, I mean, we literally laughed for about 10 minutes. Because, you know, your reaction sometimes somebody, don't, don't catch me off guard now. You don't know what's going to happen. I'm liable to smack somebody. So he came back and I was like, I'm sorry I was harsh with you, but let me tell you something. Don't ever, when I'm in a conversation, shove something in the middle of my face between the person being listening to. That is rude, and this is a nice five-star restaurant, and you don't need to be doing that. Right, right. That's right. Some of y'all need to teach the people that you're mad at at McDonald's, customer service. Right. They'll learn their job in a heartbeat if you say, now, now wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This ain't how you do that. Them fries are old. I'll do it. She knows. She hates it. These fries have been here forever. Can you make me some fresh ones, please? You know, when you work there in high school, you hated them kind of people. Yeah. I am that person. Yeah. I am that guy. Broccoli. I smelled my food the other day. If it don't smell right, send it back. Why? You're paying for it. Yes. That's right. You're paying for it. Anyways. Yep. Somebody say conversation. Conversation. So, so, so you can't be a performer and have good conversation, but you can if you're a partner. If you're in partnership, you have good conversations. Because God wants partnership. Conversation, if you watched my broadcast last night, conversation heals, yes. conversation hurts, yes. conversation births, yes. conversation kills, conversation builds, conversation destroys. Nothing happens without a conversation. If you're single, it's because you ain't talking enough. Right. You ain't found the right person to have a conversation right. with. You doing the makeup, you doing everything else, but you forgot to learn how to talk. So you doing lines like, you know what, are you from heaven? You must have fallen out of heaven because you look like an angel. I mean, come on. That ain't conversation, and women think that's that's stupid. They laugh at you. Do you want to be a, a well, you just want to be laughed at? Is that the kind of guy you want to be? You just want a woman to laugh at you? That's all you'll get is laughs. I just want to be funny. I just want, at the end of the day, I want to have a conversation that enriches you, empowers you, delivers you, and takes your life to another level. Yes. Jesus would have conversations with people, Jamie, when he talked to the two men on the road to Emmaus, Kathy, and they said, our hearts burned within us when this man spoke. Mm, who was he? Because he hid, he hid who he was. He didn't let him know it was Jesus. And he's like, wait a minute. You guys are important people in Israel, and you don't you haven't heard? You can tell the weather, but you can't tell the times, signs of the times. He wanted to know what they thought about what was going on with Jesus. And then the Bible says they were all, all the way to their house and Jesus wanted to go in their house with them, but he acted as if he was going to keep walking. Right. Because he wanted to see if they'd invite him. Mm. And they said, Master, will you come and sup with us? And he went in and he sat down and when he broke the bread, they knew he was Jesus. The Bible says when he broke the bread, they saw that it was him. You don't know who it is until he breaks the bread in front of you. How do I know Jesus is all over a man of God? When he breaks the bread, I'm hungry. When he breaks the bread, I can smell that stuff. I know when the bread has been broken because I see Jesus. Why? Jesus is the bread of life. He is the word. Come on. He, he said, I am food indeed. I am drink indeed. I am nourishment. I am substance. I am the bread come down from heaven. Come on, somebody. I just want to be laid back today, but I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I need to sit down more, my God, because I'm anointed right now. Come on. Performance or partnership? Which one? I want yeah. partners. Yeah. So everybody that's a partner in this ministry, when they come to church, I don't believe in church membership. I believe in partnership. Yes. 
Membership means you're on a roll. Partnership means you're connected and you have a role. Y'all, that ain't in my notes, but that's straight from the Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. Membership means, you write that down, baby. Membership means you're on a roll. Partnership means you have a role. I got to write that down. You got, you got, you got to give that to me afterward. Text that to me. That's, that's, and see, the Holy Ghost gives me stuff, and I didn't plan it, but I'm, I'm hearing it while I'm having conversation yeah. right. with my partners in ministry. Yeah. Membership means you're on the roll. Partnership means you have a role. I belong here. I have a place in my man of God's life, and he has a place in my life. I'm here to pour water on his hands like Elijah did Elijah, and he's here yes. to minister the word of God to me to help me grow and release yes. me in my gifting. Hallelujah. That's right. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. You got a baby. You got oh, thank you so much. That is powerful. That is powerful. Somebody say partnership. Partnership. I haven't read my scripture. So Luke 7 1. Read, follow along with me. Follow along with me in Luke 7. One, Diane, are you enjoying this? I am loving this. Huh? Like yeah, you can put it up there if they if they don't have their Bibles or or having trouble reading it. Luke seven, one through ten. I want you to follow along with me. This is a powerful scripture. And I'm gonna give you a couple couple points. Get out of here. Oh God, this has been good already. We're in this age where it's like, well, we gotta get in the church, get them out as quick as we can, or they won't come back. See the mentality? Let's entertain them so they come back. I literally had a church growth class or thing tell me, you got to give them something to come back the next week for. Is the word of God not enough? you got to give them something to want them to come back next week. Uh, is, is, the, is the presence of God and worshiping him not enough? What else I got to give them? Do I got to give them a coffee maker and wrap it up in a box? Do I got to give them a piece of zucchini bread? What do I got to give them? Do I got to give them breakfast? What? They can get that anywhere else. Partners will want to stay. Partners will stay. Yes, that's right. Partners, right. you know, partners and proteges, you don't have to give nothing. No. Because they didn't come for that stuff. They came for this stuff. Right. Amen. Parasites Amen. came for stuff. Yeah. Come on. Partners and proteges came yes. for impartation. Yes. yes, sir. Amen. And that's who I talk to best. Yes. That's who I talk to best. If you don't want it, find out what you need. Go get it. We want it. Amen. I like that. Thank you. Number one, Luke 7, when Jesus had finished saying all this, I follow along this incredible. In the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. There a centurion. Somebody say centurion. Centurion. Servant whom his master valued highly was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews. Somebody say elders of the Jews. Elders Remember of the Jews. that. To him, asking him to come and heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him. This man deserves to have, to have you do this. Wow. Because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. So Jesus went with them. He was not far from the house where the centurion sent his friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. God, may we enter that season again. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one go, and he goes, and that one come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at them, at him, and turning to the crowd, following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. That Uh-oh. We need batteries. We got new batteries? Oh, yeah, I 
such great faith in all of Israel. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. I watch this. I got three points. I want you to stop thinking performance. You know what's crazy about the club? Tell you what's crazy about the club. The music can be terrible. Right? The lights are off because everybody don't look that <laughs> but they still go you know why they want to connect with somebody mm -hmm. the, the club is never about the performance it's always about the partnership they want to find something now the partnerships are very low level they're very weak they're very short term they don't last long but that's what people crave but here we come to church and hear a performance talk to nobody hide mm. go home When God wants partnership. Somebody say partnership. partnership. Now, performance is important because if I got up here and didn't do my stuff and she didn't know how to play the keyboard, and if, right. you know, there is something to say about performance, preparation, and presentation, but partnership is what it's all about. Right. Look, you didn't get dressed up, put makeup on, and go to the club so you could perform. You wanted to connect with somebody. So you prepared so you could partner. We all want to be connected. Yeah. We all want to communicate on a level that, we're, that we have awareness in. Okay, number one, write this down. Religion is about performance. Now, I love this. I love this. Go to verse four. This is crazy to me when I read this. Verse four, it says, when they came to Jesus. Actually, go to verse three. Let's go to verse three. The centurion heard that Jesus, heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come. Now, here's what's funny, Jenny. This centurion didn't go himself. He sent some religious people to him. Oh, wow. The elders yeah. of the Jews. I'm going to impress Jesus and I'm going to perform for him because maybe if he likes me, he'll come to my house and heal my servant. Wow. So I'm not going to send Joe Blow, Pookie or Ray Ray, right. but I'm going to send wow. Reverend Pillow and Mrs. Sheets. And I'm going to send <laughs> Elder So-and-So and Deacon Right? Because maybe if they perform well enough, Jesus, he didn't know Jesus. Wow. I'm going to take it to that step further. My God. Watch this. Look at verse 4. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him, this man deserves to have you do this. Hmm. Because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. What's that? Performance. Mm. Heal this guy. He's done good stuff. Ah. God heal me. I haven't sinned in a week. Wow. God heal me. I went to church three times this year. Uh -huh. God heal me. I tithed wow. once last year. Wow. Your performance doesn't impress God. Yeah, mm -hmm. God, I prayed. Right, Jamie? Right. I prayed 
45 times this year. I deserve to be healed. God says, you deserve hell. Right? Can you see what he was trying to do? He was trying to perform for Jesus. Jesus didn't heal him. Jesus walked with him. He said, I want to try to find out some more here. Now, go to the next scripture. Verse 6. I love this. So Jesus went with them. Now, he was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to him. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did he send the religious people this time? Mm -mm. Who did he send now? Friends. Pookie and Ray Ray. Yeah. He sent he said people he was in partnership with. Mm. Now, the last time, Jesus didn't go in the house. He just walked with them. What did Jesus do now? He stopped. And he said, I don't even have to see this guy to heal him. I just gotta say the word. Because uh, right, we're in partnership, obviously. Because uh, the centurion said, I tell him go, he goes, I tell him he stays, he stays. And we're connected in such a way that they follow my instructions. And he's done the same with me. He sent his friends out to me. Mm. Covenant is about partnership. Mm -hmm. yes. He's in covenant with these friends. He didn't even need to see Jesus. He said, Now I'm in partnership with you. Jesus said, you know what? Just he's healed. It says when they went back, they saw the servant healed. Why? God's about partnership. God's about connection. Jesus was more interested in that man and his friends experiencing a miracle than performing for some religious people. Are y'all getting it? Are y'all seeing it like I see it? Y'all see it like I see it? I mean, when I saw this, it blew my mind. In fact, I was telling her, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for them who love God and are called according to his purpose. Does it say all things work together for those God loves? No. Mm -hmm. no. no. Only those that love him back. So everything is not working together for you just because God loves you. Right. Biggest lie the church ever peddled. Yeah. God got a plan for you and it's going to work out. God got a plan for you and it's going to work out. You're a liar. It ain't going to work out because God's got a plan for you. It's, the Bible says, I know the plans I have for you. It'll work out because you love it back. Yeah. Obedience. Yes. Well, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Yeah. If you're willing and obedient, God says, you got to love me back. So everything will work together for your good. Yes. All right. That means your crisis, your struggle, your job, your ministry, your man of God, your marriage, everything around you now starts to partner together. Why are they partnering together? Because you love God back. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The word all things work together, yeah. together means partnership in the Greek. There are things in your life that aren't even human that are God is partnering together to do you good. Yes. Amen. God Almighty. Yes. Awesome. Come on, somebody. Really good. God's using your job. God's using your connections. Amen. God's using your man of God, your woman of God. And they're all working together only if you love him back. That's right. But stop telling people God loves you. He's got a perfect plan for your life. Mm. Nope, he doesn't. Mm. No, no. God loves you and loved you so you can love him back and give him partnership. And if you and him get together and have an intimate relationship, he'll birth something beautiful through your life because you're a partner, not a performer. Y'all, this has been this is the word for the year. Yes, sir. This is the word for the year. Somebody say all things work together. All things work together. One day. And I said, here's what I liked. I liked when he said, Jesus said, you know, send the word. The centurion said, just speak it. Just speak it. Do you really believe that?
that your man of God represents. Do you really believe God can talk to you through somebody else? Yes. All these people out there that got a direct line to God and hear Him all the time? Come on. Right. My God. Yeah. Well, God told me what sock to wear today. <laughs> uh -oh. God told me to use maple syrup instead of the other kind. Uh -oh. He said, Aunt your mama wasn't right. <laughs> Come on, sir. <laughs> Ain't your mama, ain't your mama. That ain't your mama. <laughs> that ain't your mama. Y'all, I'm sorry, y'all got me tickled. Ain't your mama. Ain't your mama. I'm sorry. <laughs> Society, you call Aunt your mama different. Yeah. Some say Aunt your mama, some say Aunt your mama. <laughs> Woo. So anyway, as I was saying, one day the word will be enough. But all these people, I just get God on my own. No, 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 no. Well, God, God speaks to us. I say, Michelle, I'm getting up. It's gonna get dangerous. <laughs> when God talked to Adam, He wasn't just talking to Adam. He was talking to all of creation. Right. Why Adam was the head. When God talked to Moses, he was talking to Israel, not just Moses. Why? Moses was the head. When God talked to Abraham, he wasn't just talking to Abraham. He was talking to all of Israel. Why? Because all of Israel was in Abraham. Wow. God says, how do I talk to a generation? I talk to them before they come out of you. When God was talking to Abraham, he was talking to Israel. When God was talking to Jesus, he was talking to the 12 disciples. When God was talking to Peter, he was talking to the church. Why? The church was in Peter. Jesus. Because Jesus said, on this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against yes. me. In other words, God talks to the head to talk to the body. Yes. Last time I checked, your hip didn't hear nothing. Right. Last time I checked, your pinky toe couldn't hear. Right. Last time I checked, your calf muscle couldn't hear. Come on, somebody. Yeah, come on. But let me tell you one thing. Your head, the head hears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Come bring it. Yeah. Y'all, I feel That's something good. in this place right yes. now. God speak to the head right. to connect with the body. Yeah. And God don't look the head, the brain never bypasses itself. That's called paralysis. What's paralysis? When your arm starts going crazy. Why? Because the messages get confused. Right. So when you start getting your messages from everybody else and you don't get it from the head, you can't work together. Wow. You're not in partnership. Your body's got to be in partnership to move. Your feet have to agree to walk. Your hands have to agree to work. Your lungs have to agree to breathe. Your eyes have to agree to see. Your ears have to agree to hear. Come on, somebody. You, your heart, and tell me, why do we only have one heart? Because God and your heart have to agree so you live. God, I feel it. Look, people don't know what they're missing. They don't know what they're missing. This is rich, but you're qualified to hear this word. And you know what? This is going to be my first partner CD. I want to send it out to all my partners. I know you're recording it. Thank you for that. Woman of God. God, that's good. I don't even know what I just said, but I know it was good. It was, sir. It was. Oh, my God. The word, the head, is enough. So if you can't get an instruction from the head, you are going to be and that's the church. Because I don't see anointed apostolic men of God speaking. 
I see everybody really attacking prosperity and blessing and anointing ministry and really replacing them with a bunch of uh, talk show hosts. We should do a conference with our church. We should do a conference, like a school of ministry conference, and bring people in that just want to be serious about being equipped for the kingdom. Because that's where I thrive. I don't thrive with a bunch of newbies. Right, right. I, I really don't thrive. I don't teach bottle teaching. This is steak, y'all. This is filet mignon. This is the real deal. This is that prime rib you get at Peddler's. It's two inches thick with black and seasoning on it. Come on, somebody. Somebody say the word is enough. The word is enough. Only say the word. You know, I got one more little scripture I want to show you. This is good. Oh, go to Luke 7. Actually, you know what's crazy? It is in the same, it's in the same chapter. I didn't even know it. I studied it. God showed it me today. Watch this. Let me give you one more example. See, I'm standing up again. Well, I told you when I stand up, watch out. Wow. Jesus. No, no. Elijah. Prophets of Baal. Remember the story? The prophets of Baal. Jezebel sent them out. The prophets of false prophets, false god. They put up astropoles all over Jerusalem. Watch this. They come to Elijah and Elijah. No, Elijah goes to them and taunts them and says, oh, you know what? We'll see whose God is God. The Lord God of Israel, is he God or your little idols? Right. And the prophets of Baal said, you know what? Our God is God. So we're going to set up an altar. We'll set up an altar. We're going to believe God. We're going to pray to our God. And he's going to call fire down from heaven. And he's going to burn up this offering. Elijah said, I'd like to see that. That's right. <laughs> In fact, Elijah said, you know what? Why don't you, why don't you do that? Why don't you do that? So here they go. They do their thing. They build their altar and they start calling out their God, their false God. Mm -hmm. Guess what happened? Nothing. That's right. Guess what Elijah said? Should God take it a nap? <laughs> <laughs> Read the passage. Yeah. He's living and he said, I'm going to tell the truth. Right. Your God's sleeping. Maybe he can't hear you. Maybe he's deaf. Yeah. Maybe he lost his hearing. Maybe he's taking a nap. Maybe he's sleeping. Translation, maybe he's snoring up there yeah. while you're trying to they start cutting themselves. Uh, what are they doing? Right. What are they doing? Performance. Mm. Uh, wow. Yes. Because religion gets you to perform. Mm -hmm. Cut themselves. Throwing themselves on the ground. Uh -huh. Elijah's standing up there still saying, he can't hear you. <laughs> He's just taking a nap. And so then Elijah says, stop, 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 stop. Yeah. My turn. That's right. Matter of fact, why don't you pour water on that altar? And why don't you soak the wood as deep as you can with water? Yeah. In fact, why don't you build a channel around that altar and fill the channel up with water too? I feel the Holy Ghost. He said, why don't you fill a channel up? He said, now I think it's ready. And the Bible said he called out to the Lord God Almighty and said the word and fire came down from heaven burnt up the sacrifice and licked up the water in the in the channel around the altar. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm we need some men of God that are going to challenge the false doctrines yeah. and lies and false prophets of the day and the media and all that and say, if our God is Lord, he's going to prove himself. Whoa. That's 
And he's already been doing it in the last couple of years. And we still got a bunch of idiots out there not believing and fighting against it. But listen, our God is the Lord. Come on, somebody. Our God is God. He answers with fire. And God prophesied to somebody, he's going to answer you by fire. He's going to answer you by fire this year. You're going to see the hand of the Lord burn up some things. I hear the Holy Ghost say, here it is once it's here, and then it's gone. You blink and it's gone. Because God's going to burn it up. And he's going to lick up the water around it. The flame is going to be so great. Come on, somebody. Can we give God a hand clap of praise? Come on, somebody. I got one more scripture, and I'm going to get you out. I'm going to pray over you because we already had powerful ministry time. I blessed you. I, I anointed you. Oh, I, oh my God. See, when I sit down, God just gives me some bombs. Amen. Amen. I have a client. Right. I got to tell you the story. I have a client. He's 27. He's catatonic. He does not respond. He lays in his bed. He stares at the ceiling. He responds to eternal stimuli. He's got psychosis. He'll just laugh at himself and stuff. But he's messed up. I go to sessions. He never talks to me. His mom is a Jewish Christian. 63-year-old Jewish believer. She's Jewish as they come. Cooks like a, like a five-star chef. Just incredible. Talks with a New York accent like all of them people do. You know how that is. Right. Mr. Paul. She calls me Mr. Paul. <laughs> she calls me and says she knows I'm a bishop and a man of God. And she loves Jesus like I ain't never seen anybody love Jesus, y'all. She loves the Lord. If she starts talking about Jesus, she'll start crying. Mm. If, she, if you have any problems, she wants to pray over you. Mm. Let's pray. And the first session I had with her, Mr. Paul Bishop, let's pray. Let's pray. Please pray for my family. And, and, and all my psychiatric team don't even, can't even meet with her. Wow. Nobody else can meet with her. See, they don't even know what they got there. Right. They got a man of God in their company. Their clients won't even meet with nobody else. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all. Yeah. They know the difference. So watch this. Because, see, I know the mental health side, but I know the anointing side, too. Amen. I know the Jesus side. That's right. And that's because we give glory to him. Mm-hmm. Now watch. She calls me. She said, I need you here, Mr. Paul. I ran over there. Mm-hmm. He's laying in the bed. She's weeping. Mm-hmm. She says, Mr. Paul, I know you're a man of God. He hasn't eaten anything in 72 hours. Hadn't drank any water in 72 hours. His organs are shutting down. I think he's going to die. I don't want my son to die. I mean, she is going nuts. Yeah. I go into the front yard. We're talking in the front yard and we leave the room. Go into the front yard. She's weeping. I mean, I'm talking about real tears. Right. A mother who is loves her baby. Right. She was filing his nails when I walked in the room. She had a filer. She was clipping his nails with rubber gloves on, clipping his nails and filing them. I'm like, what is she doing? This guy's getting a manicure right here. Lord have mercy. And she talks for an hour weeping. And I said, let me pray. I said, I put my hand on her shoulder. I said, Father, let a miracle visit this house today in Jesus' name. We rebuke the enemy and we release the word of God that says, by your stripes, he's healed. Amen. She walks in the house. I leave. Get my car leave. Eight o'clock that night, she calls Jamie. Crying hysterically. Thank you, man of God. Thank you. Oh, man of God. Thank you. I'm just crying. God, God is so good. Jesus is so good. That's right. I said, to Jesus be all the glory. 
I said, what happened? She said, as soon as I walked in my living room after you prayed, my son was sitting on the couch eating a sandwich and drinking some water. Jesus. And said, hey, Mom, how are you doing? Wow. Praise God. Somebody give God some praise on that one. Isn't that an awesome miracle? This guy, I mean, this guy was catatonic, and he was, I'm telling you, she was just, when somebody really gets a miracle who really needs one, it ain't no thank you, man of God. We really yeah. Amen. God's so good. Praise Amen. him. Right. Amen. No, it is sloppy, agape, yeah. snot flying, <laughs> tears flying, people being going berserk. Because yeah. right. God did what they asked. Yes. Right. Amen. Yeah. Y'all, I know I've been talking long, but I, I, when God's here, it's just the way I do. It's the way I do. And if, you, if you're assigned to me, you, it, it ain't nothing that you uh, don't agree with. Now watch. The next day, she calls me back to her house. Her son was jogging around the living room because oh, wow. he didn't get to jog around outside. It was too cold. <laughs> so he jogs around the living room. Wow. She said he's been eating. He's been drinking. Oh, Mr. Paul, I can't wow. think of That's what I didn't do. Wow. I said, I'm just a man. But I said, God's on me. That's right. She said, you're a man of God. She, she, she talks a lot. She started telling me other stories. She said, brought in this bottle of oil from Jerusalem. Mm. Man of God, I want you to anoint me and my son right Ooh. now. Wow. The next day. Lord. I said, what's this? She said, it's oil from Jerusalem. Mm. Somebody gave it to me, a friend of mine. I want you to put this oil on me. I said, do your son want me to anoint him to anoint both of us? Put it on the back of his neck and anoint him. I did. I prayed over him. Isn't that awesome? Yes. Isn't that awesome? Sometimes I'm like, you know, sometimes we're like, man, I'd love for this ministry to be able to support me full time. But then I'm like, but then how would we be in the world and be able to release miracles like we do yes. if we didn't connect and partner also with them? Come on, right. man. Isn't that awesome? It's really good. And uh, anyway, it was a powerful experience. Now, Luke 7, 31. I'm going to read this scripture. I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to get out of here. Seven thirty-one. Now, this is really powerful because it kind of brings the whole thing home. All the people, go to verse twenty-nine. All the people, tax collectors, when they heard Jesus' words, acknowledged that God's way was right because they had been baptized by John. But the Pharisees and experts in the law rejected God's purpose for themselves because they had not been baptized by John. And Jesus, these letters are read. To what then can I compare the people of this generation? He's saying, this is what this generation is like. What are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to each other. We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We sang a dirge and you did not cry. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine. You say he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and you say here's a glutton and a wine or drunkard. And a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom, verse 35, is proved right by all her children. Translation. Let me see if you caught it now. Ready? We played the flute and you did not dance. What's that? We sang a dirge and you did not cry. You did not perform for us. You did not perform. What was Jesus' response? Wisdom is proved right by her children. What's her children? Partnership. Wisdom doesn't come by your fancy songs and your entertainment in your churches. Wisdom comes by partnership.
relationship, intimacy, pregnancy, and birthing that only comes through a divine relationship that God has established. Thank you, Father. I gotta get this message on CD. I gotta listen to it again. Because the Holy Ghost is dropping bombs in this place. Yes, sir. How many understand what's being said today? How many say I'm ready to enter a season of partnership? Ooh, say it. Say I'm ready for partnership. In fact, everybody stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Let's stand up. Pastor Becky, get on them beautiful keys. And let's just real quickly before we before we head out of here. I want to pray over you. I want to pray over your life this morning. Father. Everybody repeat after me. Say, I want partnership. I'm moving from performance to partnership. In the name of Jesus. Woman of God, God's going to remind you of connections that you've had in the past that cause you to reach. And they're going to they're gonna come in. They're, they're going to link up. It's going to bring multiplication even to this house. It's going to bring multiplication. I feel it. Because it's a partnership thing. You don't have to come here and perform. You don't have to come here and put a show on. You come here as a partner. You're in covenant with your man of God. And he's in covenant with you. When God blesses us, he blesses us together. When he blesses us, he blesses us together. Amen, Jimmy? something good happens to me it's going to happen to you why because we're connected look at somebody say we're connected look at another person say we're connected lift a hand father i bless the people of god from the top of their head pastor thank you i want you to sing really quickly lift that hand up i'm going to pray over you but i want to sing